Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey, everybody. We have a great episode for you today. We are talking about a foster failure gone great. So without further ado, we're going to jump into Sharon, who you will remember is Theo's mom, and her foster dog, Bethany. All right. We are here with Sharon and Bethany, and Bethany is a rescued Border Collie, probably Spaniel mix. Yes. And tell us how this match made in heaven came about. <laughs> well, I am a part of Hero Dog Rescue. Um, it is an organization that's been around now for, I want to say, four years. Um, I actually, one of the owner, one of the organizers of it, it was actually worked with Angels Among Us, which I also was a foster for. Um, and uh, most recently, my job in the last few years has really kind of taken me out of that role of being able to be a foster. Yeah. But with COVID and everything that was going on and me pr pretty much being grounded as far as not traveling the way I normally would, um, you know, I always like to give back every month when I can, um, donations here and there. But this was the biggest donation that I could do is to become a foster again. So in April, we, um, I was introduced to Miss Bethany, who we were told, absolutely, she'll be gone in two weeks. She's just a love. <laughs> and I went to get her spayed the week later, and we found out that she was pregnant. She was three weeks pregnant already. Woo. So um, Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably about two weeks pregnant. So about four and a half weeks after that, uh, we welcomed five beautiful little puppies. Wow. And um, first time that I was ever able to experience having the whole birth in the birthing area for her. Yeah. Um, she was just an amazing mom, as I knew she would be. Um, we absolutely loved having the puppies and, and helping them to um, fully get adopted to wonderful families um, that I keep up with. They graciously send me updates and I get, um, you know, weight updates and picture updates <laughs> and play dates and uh, they're just all growing and thriving. And it was such a wonderful experience to be able to also go through that process of finding the perfect homes for them. I bet that was a little hard, a little challenging. Um, it was, the, the, you know, when you have like, when you're down to the last two, you know, you realize that, oh, wow, what I've been going on for eight weeks. I mean, I keep them for eight weeks. Yeah. So, you know, pretty much the first um, four weeks, they're not even moving. I mean, they're just crawling. They're mm -hmm. like little worms, little, little <laughs> black and white worms. Um, you know, their eyes finally open up about after two and a half weeks. Um, and, you know, they finally start uh, being able to come out of the little puppy pin playpen area after about four or five weeks. We, you know, got to see them kind of running around and interacting with um, my other dog, who's also um, an adopted dog that we did through another rescue. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I just, I absolutely love rescues. I don't really see any other reason why, I mean, I know that there are breeders out there, but it's just such a shame because there are so many dogs that need homes, so many. I mean, just the Hero um, organization, we take in probably anywhere from, you know, six to 10 a week if we could, you know, yeah. we need more fosters. So if you see- And are uh, they a foster-based group? So yeah. they don't have a shelter, they- Yep, so shelters, um, like with other organizations like Hero and Angels and shelters will reach out to them because they know these organizations yep. and a lot of times they're reaching out to them because a dog is about to be euthanized and you know especially ones that they can see as being so easily adoptable because yep. their temperaments are so great you know some are unfortunately um, you know abandoned because or not abandoned but um, uh, I can't think of the term but um, 
turned in because surrender surrender mm. thank you because their owners passed away or yeah. there's no one else in the family who can take them i mean of course there's also this horrible rescue situation right. that we do and um some are just unbelievable to think of but thankfully there are so many people out there that are open to adopting and to giving these dogs just such a wonderful chance and an opportunity to be loved the way that they should be. Absolutely. Now, how was it for your family? You have two children? Oh, yeah, I do. Two boys. So that was an experience for them to yes. be a part of this. Yes, absolutely. I will say my teenager was not as, <laughs> it's not that he wasn't really a part of it. He just, he's 16. Yeah. He, you know, it didn't really phase him, but my 12 year old, um, you know, was a really big part of it and, um, you know, helped out a lot where he could and um, really enjoyed the experience. But it's a good homeschooling experience, it is, right? It is. During and COVID. to understand that we're doing this, we're not keeping them, we're getting them prepared to be yeah. loving animals to another family. So. Now, what is her personality like? Oh, she's adorable. <laughs> um, she really is. Her personality is pretty much the way you're seeing it, although she loves to be um, as close to you as possible. Like, <laughs> even though she did not come from me, if she can get up in my belly, she would. Um, you know, she just wants to be with mama or, you know, with her brother. She lies with him, they snuggle. Aww. She'll lay right across his paws and just fall asleep on him. Aww. I mean, it's been great, which is why she was my foster fail. I've fostered nine dogs in total over the last, wow. like, I don't know, I guess several years and um, she's been my first foster fail. <laughs> I can see why. She is a sweetheart yeah. and just such a love. Um, she is. What would you, we, we would love to foster, but our dogs uh, have been attacked before and they're afraid of other dogs and now they're 16 and 14. So it's just like, you know, yeah. we're gonna wait. Um, but it's definitely something we wanna do in the future. What would you say to people who have thought about fostering or maybe, you know, maybe they're having a dog for their lives is not an option, but fostering might be a supplemental Absolutely. thing. Absolutely, I mean, it's definitely something that's a transition. I mean, I've talked to people too, they're like, you know, I do want the experience, or they, they're, they're thinking about adopting, they don't know, they're not sure how the experience will be, and a good transition to that is to foster. I yeah. mean, a lot of the times you may end up falling in love with that dog, or you may realize that, you know, this is maybe that's not the right time for me because yeah. the commitment is a little bit more than I thought it would be. Or, you know, I like to travel and go away on the weekend spontaneously, <laughs> and that's a little bit difficult when you're, you know, yep. if you don't have someone that can, you know, either dog sit or pop in and, and, and check on them. Um, you know, the other thing that I would say is, you know, especially with like you said, with older dogs, it is hard. I had an older dog too. And I, when I did take in a couple of fosters, she was just old enough that she was blind and deaf. So she probably didn't even know that they were there. <laughs> um, but a couple of years before that, she wouldn't have tolerated it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I like, you know, if people are used to bringing their dogs to dog parks and they know that their dog can interact well with other dogs, that's a really good candidate, you know, if someone wants to foster and they yeah. think that it would be a good idea. Or if they're even considering bringing in a second dog to the family and they want to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, but I do always say, give it about a week at least. There's adjustment period for both dogs, um, especially when she first came in, she didn't know what that golden thing was that I had. <laughs> and it was like, I don't want anything to do with you. 
but within 48 hours, I could see a difference. Wow. Within 72 hours, she was, you know, playing with him. Within, you know, by the fourth day, she was falling asleep next to him. So, oh. you know, it definitely takes a little bit of time. Um, you just got to be patient. Which, you know, it would be the same way with us if we went over to a stranger's house to live. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't immediately curl up together. So exactly. It makes sense. Well. Um, does she have any of the qualities of border collies that you see? Um, from what I've read, they are, um, they do like to dig. Um, so we have, she, she does dig. <laughs> We're finding these holes in the backyard and she comes to the do door. She loves the water. Springer Spaniels love the water too, but she okay. really does love the water. Her puppies love the water too, too in particular. Um, I get, I get this pictures and they're just drenched from the rain and they're like I couldn't even get them in like you know I couldn't get the dog in she just loved being out there so um, yeah definitely um, I'm not sure about the other personality of border college I think um, they're just they're really happy they're energetic and they're happy yeah and she definitely is well thank you so much for <laughs> letting welcome. us meet Bethany and we look forward to meeting Theo too yeah. <laughs> what an awesome story about Sharon and Bethany uh, it was incredible, you know, how, you know, so we are all going through a bunch of stuff in 2020. I, I yeah. think we can all agree on that. And, and we got to find silver linings. And one of the silver linings was, you know, Sharon had been looking to foster again. Yep. And it, she just didn't have the time because her job was demanding and, and everything else. But when, when COVID hit, well, she was like a lot of us. She was working from home and she's like, ah, oh, well, let's go ahead and foster a, uh, a dog and that turned into a uh, permanent resident. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as Sharon said, she suspected that Bethany might be pregnant. Mm. And when she took her in for her space surgery, they found out that indeed she was pregnant. And, um, so their, their fostering turned into what really ended up being a great experience for the entire family because her two sons got to help with, you know, the birthing of the puppies and the rearing of the puppies. And of course, I know it was sad for them because she, you know, she told us that it was, there was one puppy in particular that her one son had bonded with. So I know that was difficult, but what a great learning experience for those kids because they got to see birth of mm -hmm. these wonderful creatures, the miracle of life. And then they helped get them ready for their permanent homes. And they had to learn the lesson that we can't keep every dog, you know, and that as hard as that is, it's a little bit easier to learn that lesson when you're 12 and 16 than when you're a lot older. So yeah. what a great experience for them. And if you didn't know what a foster failure was, well, a foster failure is when you say, I'm going to foster this dog or cat. And then you fall in love and you end up keeping it because it's just become a part of your family. So uh, what a wonderful story. And, you know, I love that Sharon mentioned that fostering is great for somebody who cannot commit to a dog full time. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're thinking that a dog would be something that you're interested in because you've never had a dog before. Well, you can foster a dog and you will get real world experience as to whether or not a dog is right for you. If you decide that a dog is not right for you, once that dog is adopted, you're again solo. So, you know, it's um it's a great way to kind of figure out what life is like test with the a waters. dog. Yeah, yeah. Test the waters. Yeah. And I, I and I was really uh, intrigued with their story and how, you know, she had fostered before, but 
it's it's funny when you meet a dog, and especially someone like Sharon, who I think has, uh, you know, she's she's been able to foster and, and she's very active in the rescue world, right? But this dog just felt right and fell into their family, and I and I think that's fantastic. And it's those kind of stories that kind of warm your heart. Yeah, it's, and, it's and the hallmark moment, I guess, of the story. It is. That could actually this whole story could be a hallmark movie. Let's not go down that route. <laughs> no, I think it would be a good one. So, um, one thing to one thing to to mention about fostering is that there are a lot of re- first of all, there's just a gazillion rescue groups out there because there are too many irresponsible people. Um, but there are wonderful foster groups out there that, or rescue groups that foster their dogs and. The benefit to you as somebody who is looking for a dog is that if you talk to a foster parent, they can tell you, is this dog good Dog good with other dogs? Is it afraid of, you know, anything? Is it, uh, does it have any issues in terms of like biting or, um, you know, urinating in the house? Or is it good with cats and children? You know, fosters are living with their dogs on the day to day and mm-hmm. they can tell you so much about that dog because, We can talk about breeds all day long, right? But every dog is individual, especially if you're going to get an older dog and you are going to rescue. Each dog is an individual with their own set of life experiences. So they're going to have their own potential issues and likes and dislikes. And and that's where if you go with one of these rescue groups that does fostering, you can find out a lot about the the dog that you're looking to adopt. Yeah, and they're... They're just a great way to, so if we didn't have foster uh, homes for these dogs, these dogs would be in kennels. Uh, or worse. Or worse. But they, you know, because the rescues only have so much space. So yep. so being able to, to foster the dogs, you also get the dog into a better environment. Mm-hmm. The people who are fostering it can observe the dog and find out what its picadillos are is a word I, I like using picadillos. And, and then they can pass that along <laughs> to the people who are um, looking for a permanent family member. And I, I basically just said what Megan said, <laughs> but, but <clears throat> that's what I guess I was hitting on was the fact that without these foster, these, these people that do this fostering, uh, I don't think, the success rate you're seeing now with with um, with rescues would be as high, and, and we well, are. And you are literally saving a life when you foster, mm-hmm. because when so if you're out there and you're thinking that you could do this, right? You are saving a life because when a dog is pulled from a shelter because they have a commitment to a foster family that means there's space for another dog in that shelter, mm-hmm. right? So you are literally saving lives by doing that. And we've often discussed, like, we would love to foster. However, we don't have the space with having two senior dogs that are um, dog, I wouldn't say aggressive, fearful. They're fearful of other dogs. So, you know, we're not going to put our dogs in a situation to stress them at this point, but I know in the future we will foster because mm-hmm. – it is such an important thing to do. And, you know, if you can't adopt, foster. If you can't foster, 
donate, right? Whether yep. it's time or money. So um, I highly recommend people consider it, especially if you are still in a quarantine situation where you're working from home and you have the time, reach out to a local rescue group and um, offer your services and find out what, what goes into it. I'm sure you could talk to plenty of people who would tell you what it's like to foster. Absolutely. So that was a great interview. Um, I think a story that hopefully warmed the hearts of everyone. And, you know, we look forward to bringing some more of those types of stories to the Dog Nerd Show. Um, really important message. Yeah, yeah. And and Bethany was a real sweetheart. You can see why she was a foster failure. I mean, Border Collie, Spaniel mix seemed a lot more Spaniel maybe because she was, she wasn't super high energy. She was very, just a, just a sweetheart. So they've, they've got a pair of really great rescue dogs, Mm -hmm. that family and, and what a deserving family. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Bethany, the foster failure mama. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, if you have, if you fostered, Right. Comment on, on this episode and let us know what fostering has done for you and your family, what it has meant for you. If you have any tips or suggestions for people who are thinking of fostering, please let us know. Um, and then if anyone wants to chat about your particular breed, email us dognerdshow at gmail.com or message us anywhere on social media at dognerdshow. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. And subscribe down below. If you enjoyed what we were doing here, please subscribe and hit the notification bell. Uh, We look forward to hearing from you uh, in the comments below. Also, if you're listening to us on a podcast, we're we're, uh, on all the podcast networks. So just type in the search bar, Dog Nerd Show, you'll find us there. And uh, we we would love to hear your comments. Email us. Uh, Megan, what's our email? For the second time, it's dog, 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 <laughs> dog, dog nerd, nerd show at gmail.com. Yeah. So <laughs> if I paid attention, that would be, that would be probably good. Uh, but so anyway, you heard it here first. He doesn't pay attention no. when I talk. Yeah. But yeah. So. The listeners are like, dude, she just said dog nerd show at gmail.com. Yeah. Anyway, we, we do appreciate your comments and, and we, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We try to do these every two weeks. We don't try. We do. We, we, I know you keep saying we try. I'm like, we do do (laughs) or do not. There is no try. Right. We put these out every two weeks and we, we really appreciate you guys tuning in and we really enjoy your comments. So yes, we appreciate it more than, you know, thank you for getting dog nerdy with us. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Till next time. Bye guys. Bye.